Hello, everyone. I am Matthew Thomas, and I have my guest at this time. He is the bassist for the Holy Warheads and the bassist for Knives Are Quiet, Kevin Kiefer. Thank you for being on the Super Cool Radio. Well, thanks for having me. So I'm just going to just uh, get right into this. So since there's are, there, there are no shows going on, on right now due to the coronavirus, so how are you staying busy during this time? Well, uh, I've been writing a lot of new riffs. <laughs> I don't know where, uh, where, when, which band will get to actually get to lay them down <laughs> since uh, the COVID crisis. Uh, Mike Glover is uh, the guitar player for the band Knives Are Quiet. Um, he's always writing guitar lines. So um, I let a lot of uh, underground movies help influence my moods, <laughs> my musical style. <laughs> well, what are you watching right now? All right now I'm watching X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> right on. Yeah. All right, so you mentioned that Knives Are Quiet, so that's an ind- uh, instrumental band. So what's like the reason behind it being an instrumental band compared to one with like lyrics and a vocalist? Well, uh, it's sometimes harder to book an instrumental band. Um, we've had some show offers in the past, um, some uh, large venue capacity. Um, <clears throat> offers such as like Cedar over at Twenty Monroe, you know, where like the tour managers will, will get involved. They'll they'll want the band, and and uh, the last minute something will fall through as they find out you're an instrumental band. Oh, we have to have somebody with a vocalist. Whereas you know, in the Holy Warheads, we have a vocalist. Um, so uh, booking has has been an issue up and down. But at the same rate, you know, we go out of state. Um, and find a lot of a lot of great bands who are instrumental like us, and uh, and it's much easier to book shows. It's an up and down thing. Um, I gotta say, uh, your influences um, as a band bring you to your next level as far as booking is concerned. Who you want to play with? What do you want to sound like? Who are you? Uh, what what uh, crowd are you? Out to capture the whole nine yards, if, if you follow me. Yeah, and um, so what's um, how uh, what's like the reason behind being an uh, instrumental band? The reason? Yeah. Uh, well, with Knives Are Quiet, we're big fans of bands like Russian Circles, uh, Pelican, Animals as Leaders. Played a lot of shows with Beast in the Field when they were together. Um, sometimes the music doesn't call for that that vocal persona, per se, and we really felt with the material that we were writing at the time that uh, that was us. That's where we needed to stand as a band. And uh, it's, you know, it's very unique. Most of, you know, most bands have, uh, you know, lyrics and a vocalist and stuff, so it's kind of, it's it's almost a little refreshing to just have, like, straight instrumental music. Agreed, yeah. And uh, it, is it different for you on stage to be part of an instrumental band compared to, like, the Holy Warheads or, like, you know, someone with a vocalist? Well, yes and no. Um, as a bass player, I really like Nicer Quiet's uh, musical attack, the way we write. It's got a lot of dynamics to it. There's a lot of more um, focus on pedals and effects and ambience. Where with the the Holy Warheads, it's about the show as a whole, you know, big vocals, backup vocals. This music in Knives Are Quiet just doesn't call for it, so we kind of left it as it as it as it is. So for me, uh, 
as a bass player, I get to uh, experiment a little bit more in, in both worlds. So I really like the, the complexity of having to bounce back and forth between the two when we write. Yeah, it sounds like it's, you know, it's really cool. You know, you have, you have the Holy Warheads, but then you have, you know, instrumental music of Knives Are Quiet. So you kind of get like the, um, the best of both worlds with like, you know, playing with a vocalist and playing without one as well. Right, right. And so, um, so like for you personally, so like what are some of your influences and uh, inspirations for your style of music? Well, my personal influences kind of range from Helmet, bands like uh, the Jesus Lizard, Butthole Surfers, Tad, Shellac, Steve Albini, Russian Circles, Pelican, Deftones. I'm into a lot of bands like that. Drop D, different time signatures, yeah. Those are a lot of, like, underground bands, too. Like, not, um, you know, I mean, like, Deftones are kind of huge now, you know, regrouping, but um, a lot of those, especially like Helmet, too, are, um, they're a lot, uh, really underground. Agreed. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've been we've been talking about you know both bands that you've been a part of, which are the Holy Warheads and Knives Are Quiet. So um, do you have like a different approach musically for Knives Are Quiet compared to like the Holy Warheads? Musical approach. Um, well, I guess I would have to say. Um, uh, well, the Holy Warheads write a little bit different. So, like for example, Joe is like having uh, two guitarists in the in the band, even though in, in that project he uh, he's primarily all vocals. Um, but the song structures um, fall together, like percussion and bass find rhythmic uh, duality um, and, and drive. With knives are quiet. Uh, I'm going to have to say that. Uh, it's a little bit easier to compose some of the placements. Um, and Knives Are Quiet, Michael Ray Glover writes a lot of the um, a lot of the music, and the song structure comes together when we put Jeremy Gish on percussion. The band changed a lot. Um, he brought so many new dynamics that we had to follow um, and made practices super fun. Um, and, and really brings it to the table percussion-wise. Uh, sometimes, you know, the songs fall into place in minutes, and other times it, it takes weeks of structure. So, No, yeah, right. I mean, and, you know, we're talking about, you know, putting songs together and writing and recording. So Nights Require released their latest album, uh, Deceiver. So how was it uh, writing and recording that album? Um, we recorded that album at Raygun Studios in Portage, Michigan. It took us uh, quite a bit. We're, we're really happy with the sound that we were able to capture on that record. It's a four-song EP. <clears throat> you can uh, get it on Bandcamp. Um, also, there's hard copies you can pick up at, uh, let's see, where are we now? We're at um, Vertigo and um, Corner Records and Satellite Records. That one's down in Kalamazoo um, and out in Granville. Right on. You know, it's yeah. always cool. It's always cool for me, you know, uh, to get a physical copy of a CD, just because it's just really cool. You know, uh, streaming music. You know, I still enjoy that, but it's just really cool to get like your own copy, of, especially of like a, you know independent band like Knives Required. Yeah, we and we had a show here lined up for uh, at the stash, the intersection, which was going to be on uh, Saturday, March 18th, but you know, due to the COVID crisis, it's uh, postponed. But it will be happening again. 
That'll be a space subversive production. Uh, that will be with Shrewburn, Knives Are Quiet, Black Note Graffiti from Ann Arbor, and 10 Second March from Grand Rapids. So as soon as we get a date, we can uh, re-release that <coughs> out to the public, and e-tickets will be available, and, of course, hard copy tickets at that point. We're hoping, if uh, depending on how the COVID crisis plays out, yeah, I hope it I hope it clears up, you know, relatively soon. You know, still, you know, quickly and safely is what I would like. But, you know, that Stash Bash looks, you know, killer. You know, with all the bands lined up, you know, Nines of Quiet, True Burn, Ten Second March, Black Number Feet. It just, it was a stacked show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all sitting here like, oh, come on. But at the same rate, we understand the current health crisis, you know. So we'll get past, I think, West Michigan will be a, a lot stronger uh, when we get through this. Yeah, I, I hope so, I mean, and um, just getting back having shows and seeing friends, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. So, Knives Are Quiet has been around since 2012. We had a couple releases. Um, we released one in 2017, uh, which was a compilation called uh, Space Isn't the Only Void in Your Life on Silver Maple Kill Records and those copies. Uh, hard copies, you can pick those up around the state. Those are also online. A lot of lot of bands on that. Bad Boys, Slumlord Radio, Trigger, Arrakis, Hordes, Lucid Furs, Blue Snaggletooth. You know. So Knives of Quiet was uh, pretty happy to, to re-release a, um, a track on that album called Path of Cinders. It's off our first record, which is entitled Dive. It came out in 2014. You know, it's another three-song EP. So that one came out. We did a little bit of touring um, before Deceiver had dropped. Um, we had uh, Lafayette, Indiana, and Toledo, Ohio, to Ottawa Tavern. We went and played Chicago, Illinois uh, twice and hit Blind Pig in Ann Arbor and went to Detroit and dropped this record, and, uh, and the band went on hiatus. So we are looking to replace uh, myself on bass. As Mike Glover keeps the band going, and uh, Jeremy Gish, our percussionist, will be moving to Oregon. So these positions are up. If anybody listening wants to get a hold of the band, they can do that uh, for auditions. We welcome uh, the chance to hear you. Oh, so, yeah, just like you said, so if anyone's looking to be a bassist or or a drummer, hit up a Knives or Quiet. And and you were talking about, you know, touring and stuff. Um, so is there any special preparations you make before you take the stage? I try to clear my head the best I can. Um, I usually find myself drinking beer. <laughs> but it seems to get the job done. I'm a, kind of a craft connoisseur in that respect. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and try to get the, the, the room to move. You know, um, I want to be, I want everybody to be involved with the show as best they can with an instrumental band. You know, there's not, there's usually hardly any talking. So, uh, it needs to be an intricate setting. Um, uh, and, and having said that, I, you know, we like to play big rooms, too. Um, I think that bigger rooms with a, a larger PA system uh, really bring the, that sound of music uh, in your face live and makes you feel a, a, a larger part of what the band's trying to do. Yeah. And uh, do, you, do, you think, um, do you think it's harder to get the crowd into an instrumental band compared to one with, like, a vocalist? You know, I think that... If the band can dynamically bring the music into your brains and you can feel it on the floor and you can feel it in your chest and your body, there, there's no uh, no demand for talking all the time with, with, with bands like ours. Especially, you guys jam hard. Like, I was listening to the Deceiver EP last week, 
and it's just great jamming music. Oh, well, thank you. And so, um, so do you have any advice? You know, you've been you know in two bands, you've been around for a while. Do you have any advice for uh, up and coming bands right now? Uh, advice I'd have to say: uh, find people who want to commit. Um, you, you have to have commitment from all your band members to have a successful band. That's that's job one. Um, keep writing. You know, you can't you can't stop writing for anyone. Um, then I'd say stay focused. Find your material and your mindset. What do you want to do? How do you want to present yourself? Um, you know, if whether it be in your material or uh, it may be an audiovisual show, um, but stay focused. And then I would say uh, keep hunting promoters for shows, but do, try and do it positively. You know, you can only harass a guy for so long, but at the same rate, if you're not persistent, it, it tells people that, you know, maybe you don't really matter that much and you want to matter, you know. Go to shows. I can't stress that enough. It supports the scene and the venue for sure. you got to be there. Network online. Those tools are yours to use. You know, use them to your advantage and your friends. You know, that's why they're there. Be willing to to travel. If it calls for it, get your vehicle and get out there. And I, I really like that, you know, you said, you know, hound promoters, but, you know, do it positively. Because, I mean, there is definitely a negative way of, you know, hounding people that they don't want to work with you. And I like how you put a nice spin on that, you know, being positive when you're talking with people. Because you never know how that's going to benefit you in the long run, just being nice to people. Yeah, exactly. It goes a really long way. For sure. And uh, so I got one last question before we go. So, you know, we were talking about the Stash Bash that got, you know, postponed. But um, what can people expect from the Knives Are Quiet in 2020? Well, the band is uncertain. Um, as long as Jeremy, our percussionist, uh, stays in town before he moves to another state, um, we'd like to throw a couple a couple bills together, you know, a couple send-offs before uh, – before that uncertainty happens, but we are looking to replace uh, the drums, and uh, we sure we sure would be uh, welcome to people who, who want to audition. I would say that uh, uh, the COVID crisis obviously you know put a new outlook on crowds. What's that going to be like? Like we don't know yet. So it could be a big problem for bands. It could be a problem for venues. Um, but Knives Are Quiet is going to keep pushing forward, and we're not going to stop doing what we do. So. Um, We'll see as we reform the project. <laughs> well, I think, you know, so Night of the is still going to go on. It just might be in a different capacity later on. Yeah. And uh, so if people are interested, what are the best ways to uh, support Night of Quiet? Uh, you can hit us on Facebook. Uh, it seems to be a, a good platform. Um, we're on Reverb Nation from time to time. Um, and, of course, Instagram. Uh, don't uh, don't feel like you can't shoot us a message because we're always listening. You know, get a hold of us and check us out on Bandcamp for sure. All right, right on. And uh, so, Kevin, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day and uh, doing this killer phone interview talking about knives are quiet. And um, so, like any any um, well, I know right now stuff's kind of uncertain, but you got any goals for 2020? We're going to keep rocking it. We're going to fill some more shows. We're going to have uh, Stay Subversive Productions, which is which is basically me, uh, throwing, <laughs> Another throwing some shows around town. Yeah, we've uh, done a lot of shows out of state, too. We've done uh, probably 10 or 12 shows in um, Chicago area. 
over the last few years. So I'm really yeah, liking that scene a lot. And um and Knives Are Quiet is uh a band I don't wanna I don't wanna ever see stop making music. Well, right on. So I thank you for being on Super Cool Radio. Make sure to check out Knives Are Quiet and I do highly recommend the Deceiver E P. Thank you very much. So have a good one, Kevin, and I'll see you in the, see you sometime, hopefully. Okay, brother. You have a good night. Thank you, you too.